flippers and bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips that make them that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. You want to get a hold of us, you know how to do it. Flips and Bumps podcast at gmail.com is the best way, but we're also on Instagram and Twitter at Flips and Bumps on both. So send those questions, comments, or complaints to one of those. But most importantly, just listen. Every single Monday, we release a new episode of this show at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcasts from, including YouTube. Uh, my name's Pee Wee. I'm going to get to it. Sasha's not here today. I'm not going to talk about the notes and the scrotes. Sasha's better at this than I am. I'm literally reading off paper. That's how That's how unprepared. Well, it's prepared, but it's not very well done. Um Back on track. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, all that stuff. Like I said, normally there's two of us on this podcast. Normally we're known as the Thrift Seekers. Individually, I am the proprietor of PeeWeesEbayStore.com and the video game Whisperer. Sadly, whether you like it or not, I'm assuming it's the latter, you can call me the host of this podcast. I'm PeeWee. Did I say that? Did I say that I'm PeeWee? Did I say my name already? Tonight, I'm not joined by my dear friend, Mr. VHS, Mr. Bowling Balls, Mr. T-Shirts and Clothing. Sasha could not be here tonight. We, guys, it is Memorial Day weekend. It is, it's also Saturday. Normally we record on Sunday. We are very open with you guys as far as behind the scenes stuff and letting you guys know what's going on with the show. Um, The original plan was for Sasha and I to, we both knew that I could not record tomorrow on Sunday for uh, tomorrow morning. I need to be up at four 30 in the morning to catch a flight to, I need to be out of the house by four 30 to catch a flight to New York. I've got a wrestling show tomorrow afternoon. I am tanned toned. I, uh, I am, I'm, I'm ready. I'm packed. I am, I'm ready to go. And then I come back early Monday morning, but that means that I could not be here Sunday evening when we normally record the podcast. Sasha and I knew this. We talked about it earlier this week. We planned for us to record today, Saturday, around 9, 9 o'clock at night, or 9, 9.15 at night. And um, that was the plan going up until this afternoon. Um, this afternoon, I got a text from Sasha. He said, hey, I know it's a holiday weekend. Um, you, We can either skip the episode or you can do it on your own. Normally, that is a layup for me, guys. Normally, I am abandoning this podcast faster than the Titanic. I am out of here and just saying, well, you guys, it's a mem- it's Memorial Day. It's a holiday. I am out of here. I didn't do that this week. I've got, I wanted to do the podcast. I wanted to do the podcast with Sasha, but because I had some cool stuff, I think cool stuff. Theoretically, it's cool stuff. We're going to see how smoothly it goes later. Um, but because I had some stuff, planned for this week specifically and I didn't I don't like holding stuff back I don't like well we can just do it next week or whatever because who knows what's going to happen between now and then maybe I'll have even cooler stuff that I want to share and then this just put on the back burner I wanted to try this out and I wanted to uh I wanted to do the podcast today so I enthusiastically told Sasha I would sit down and record the podcast on my own so that said here we are it's just me I uh, just like Sasha and I always say when we do these solo podcasts, I don't know how long this episode's going to go. Um, it's interesting because I'm recording it live. I have no idea when I'm going to end. But you guys watching this now, obviously, you you're in a better position than I am in the future because you know exactly how long this podcast is. This podcast could be 15 minutes, could be 30 minutes, could be an hour and a half. I have no idea. 
I'm going to shoot for around 45 minutes, but I even that, I'm not sure. Um, the Let's get to my time, and then I'll tell you why I'm not sure that I'll be able to stretch it to 45 minutes, and then we'll go from there. Um, so my time, the... Uh, this is a segment that Sasha and I started where we're both on the clock, right? So this is my time to be on the clock. And what that means is that I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about that's going on in the flipping world in general, in my personal flipping world, stories, news, crazy sales, whatever. Um, I do have a few things that I wanted to go over today. First is just, I think we talk about this every holiday, Memorial Day. I did not have, I had time this week. Thursday, I had nothing to do almost all day. Friday is a different story. Friday, I was working to the bone for my other job. Um, So I didn't get out Friday, but I don't think that mattered. Thursday, I went out in the morning and for a few hours, maybe not a few hours, but at least a couple hours, I drove around looking for garage sales and I found one. I went up, I asked my questions, I turned around, got back in my car and went out looking again and I could not find any more sales. Um, Memorial Day weekend is tricky. It's a holiday. People are out of town. I, this Also, I realize that I'm telling you this, and this episode airs on Monday, uh, on Memorial Day. And in order for any of this information to apply, you need to remember it for next year. But that's the, this is the only way I'm going to get this information out. There's no way I'm going to remember to talk about this the weekend before Memorial Day uh, next year. So just put this in your, in your memory and then see if you can pull it out next year. Um, but my theory on why this happens, the, it's a three-day weekend. A lot of people are traveling. So they're not doing garage sales or they don't expect people to be home. So they don't think they're going to do a garage sale. Maybe they do it the weekend before or the weekend after. Um, the So Thursday sales are almost you know, null and void. They just don't exist. Uh, Friday I didn't go out, but I think Friday is very similar. Now what I did see is that Saturday and Sunday sales, I went out today. Again, today's Saturday and I was out and I saw way more sales that started today. All the signs said Saturday and Sunday. Um, and I think that's because people, a lot of people don't work Monday. So they feel like, well, I've got an extra day. Maybe I can squeeze in a garage sale, but instead of starting it Thursday and doing it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, well, now they may just do it on the weekend. Maybe this is somebody who normally has a very busy schedule with work and now they have Monday off because of the holiday. And maybe they're doing, uh, a, a garage sale on just Saturday and Sunday. So I actually found a handful of sales today, um, that I'm going to talk about in a bit. The I, I don't let me steer you down the wrong path. Uh, the amount of sales was no even on Saturday and Sunday were nowhere near what they were you know last week or the week before. We're definitely in the midst of garage sale season, but Memorial Day weekend is always like a bump in the road. Um, the that said, so I mean I found a handful of sales. We did I did fine. Um, actually, I don't even know how I did. I'll, I'll say that um, I spent. I do. I spent just today. I spent one hundred and fifty dollars, and I I did okay. I think I at least got that back. I had to at least get that back. Um, we're gonna go over it live here in a little bit. Um, to, I mean, sure, if you want a little uh, nugget to keep you tuned in, I bought a box of video games, essentially sight unseen, and I'll get into the story a little bit later during GST. Um, but I bought a um, a box of video games for $100, sight unseen, basically trying to buy it blind. And I still have not looked into that box. I have not dug through it. I don't know what games are in there. I wanted to save it for this podcast, and we're going to do it live. Um, and at the same time, I'm going to give you guys values. I'm going to add up the values, and we're going to see if I made... 
It's a lot of games. I, I don't see how I could possibly not make money on this. But as far as how much money, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many games are in there exactly. I don't know um, the value of any of these games. I don't know the titles of many of these games. So we're going to go through this together and we're going to figure out exactly how I did. Um, I'm excited about that. It's video games, right? That's my thing. I'm very excited. But the, the rest of my time, let's uh, let's get to it. So first one, I don't have any emails. Sasha has access to all the emails. What I have access to is my texts. Uh, a couple days ago, I got a text from our dear friend, Goff. Goff is a, a, a friend of the show, but I also almost uh, texted Goff today when I found out that Sasha was not going to be able to do the podcast. So, Goff, um, I'm not going to apologize. The I, I definitely kind of wish you were here, but like I said, trying to get the technology set up that I've got planned for later going over this uh, box of video game review, that took me two and a half hours to set up. I would not have time to also talk with you, figure out what we're going to talk about, get your pictures loaded in, and get you set up uh, technology-wise, ready to go here. So I'm not sad. That, I am sad you're not here. I don't regret not inviting you because it would it would have been we wouldn't be recording until three hours from right now. Um, but I did get a text from Goff earlier this week. Here's what he said. Uh, out of nowhere, I get a text from Goff that says, I have an impatience problem at garage sales where even uh, where even if I'm the only one there, I'm worried I'm still going to miss out. It's odd. It forces me to impulsively spend $30 on this Genesis stuff. Uh, Mortal Kombat is about $20 to $30, so that's good. However, I'm quickly grabbing this bin and paying, and while I did that, I failed to realize until much later that there's no cords for the Genesis. Okay, here is the picture of his stuff not a ton of stuff it looks like a genesis uh, model one with mortal Kombat, madden 96 another football game it could just be the original john madden and then sonic 2 um so he's right the what did he did he say he paid 20 dollars for this 20 or 30 he paid 30 dollars for this okay and his concern is there are no cords there are controllers which are good i think one is oem it's a three button and the other one has a blue start button i can't really tell if that's oem or not i don't think it is um, doesn't really matter. $30 for a video game system, a retro video game system, even untested, even without the cords, is still worth picking up. On top of that, you have Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's just getting your money back. That's a, I don't know if it's, let me see. Is it, uh, let's see, Mortal, oh, now we're going slow. Mortal Kombat, Genesis. And it's about $20, $25. So he got most of his money back there. Definitely got his money back with the with the system and the other games. Now that said, was this a good pickup? Um, I would say it was, even for $30. Um, his big concern was that he didn't have the, the cords. Don't let cords detour you, right? The... After you do this for a while, you're going to just gather up more and more cords, especially if you deal with DK Oldies. Um, a lot, I've gained a lot of my cords because a lot of times DK Oldies will pay a given amount for the system, but then they'll pay an additional amount for the cords. And what I found is that they pay, when I'm sending stuff off, They, they I only send stuff off when they're paying a decent amount, an amount that I'm happy with 
for the systems, but I've almost never sent them cords because the um, the cord the amount that they're paying for the cords just isn't worth it. It's a dollar or two for a power cord. Um, so that reason, I hang on to the cords. I just send them the systems, and that leaves me with a ton of cords. When Golf sent me this question, hey, I, I did I mess up? I paid $30 for this lot. I don't have cords. I sent him this picture back of my basement where I have two bookcases filled with uh, priority mail bo- uh, priority mail boxes, um, like the, the cardboard boxes that I bought, built, and then I labeled the outside with marker, and then inside the boxes, I just filled them with cords. This is two bookcases full of cords. This is in my basement. Um, I have just, get, you get this when you are buying, when you, you go to a garage sale and ask somebody for their video games, and they bring out a tub of things and has a bunch of cords, and maybe they don't have all the systems, but they have their leftover cords and whatever. I've got controllers here, and it's all organized by system, by AC cord versus AV cord, and controllers by system. It's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so don't let number one, don't let cords ever get into the way of you buying something or not. It literally means nothing, right? Because you should always have extra cords. In this case, Goff is going to get extra cords from me. Um, so I'm, I'm, we've got the uh, Billy Joe Travis. I'm not going to say the whole thing because I don't know it, but the Invitational Memorial Golf Outing Trip that Sasha puts together every year. That's coming up in June. I'm just going to give him whatever cords he needs for this Genesis out of that uh, out of my out of my inventory. But let's say he doesn't have the cords. That system alone, I meant to pull up a sold listing for this thing, which I don't have. Uh, but a Genesis Model One I, at least is going to be forty dollars, even without the cords, especially with two controllers. Um, I want it. I mean, it could definitely be closer to like sixty, maybe seventy. But if you put the system with the junk games, include Sonic 2 and the two football games with the two controllers, well, now you're at 80 bucks easy, plus the Mortal Kombat, which is, like we said, $20, $25. You're at almost $100 into your $30 investment. Do that all day. There's no question that Goff made the right choice in picking that up. Um, so nice job. Good call on that, Goff. Good. I wanted more details on how he got this, too. I don't know if this was sitting out or if he asked questions. Um, but the either way, I'm just happy that he scored. So nice job there. Uh, number two, I was at Goodwill this week. I was at Goodwill, and I came across the... Um, I always look in the plush bin. I, don't, I rarely buy stuff out of the plush bin. Um, I've had the occasional scores out of there. I've had, uh, like, Super Mario Nintendo plushes that have done well for me out of there. Um, I've had other, you know, Pokemon plushes. A lot of video game plushes do pretty well for me out of there. The... So I always look, and then the bins are, the, the plush bin is right by the green bins, so I, it's always just convenient for me to look in there. Uh, during the week, whatever day it was, I looked in there and uh, didn't see any video game stuff, but they had this. This is a new inbox. It's like it's in that typical plush box, right? Picture when you're buying a plush new. It's not like a sealed box, but it's got like a card back on the back, and then it has, like, a little stand for the guy to stand in, and then maybe, like, little triangles to hold up the back. Um, That's what this is. This is Dobby from Harry Potter. He's a talking electronic guy. Um, Okay, this is interesting. It looks new. Let me take a look at this thing. So I look it up, and I see it's worth only, like, there are sold listings from, like, $16 to $20. Not, not much. Either way, I flip it over, and I see this. Uh, here's the sold listing. So this sold listing said the most recent one sold for $19.59 with free shipping. So not even worth me picking up. Now, But you see I've attached the back of the box to this. Now, the I don't want to say I have two problems with this because I really don't. I have one big problem with this. The Again, it's valued at about $20 free shipping. Goodwill has a sticker on it that says $19.99. That is 
to me, that just tells me somebody in the back is either not doing their job or their job was to just price it as eBay shows, which they did if they're not including shipping. Um, that I don't, I don't care about the pricing. Um, I actually I brought this up to one of the one of the girls that was working. She's it's, I'd call her a friend, kind of. Um, she's a person I've talked to before, so it wasn't like I was going up to her out of the blue. But I brought this up to her, and I've never like I don't want to I've never critiqued like a goodwill. Um, price or uh, you know or a, a, an activity that they do at the store um, to her but the so I think when I brought this up to her she was she was expecting me to say something and I went the other direction um, and basically what I did is I brought this up to her and said hey you have this Harry Potter Dobby figure that I'm kind of interested in. I really wasn't. I just wanted to get her thoughts on it, um, on this issue specifically. Um, but to get it, the, my foot in the door, I told her I'm kind of interested in this. Um, but you guys have it marked at 19.99. And then, I, and then she started saying something, and then I cut her off, said, no, 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 I, I don't care what you guys price. You could price this thing at $100. I don't care. That's not, what, that's not what I'm coming to. I'm sure all day, especially with the way Goodwill has been recently, all day this girl gets people coming up and complaining about prices. And I wanted to nip that in the bud. I, I didn't want to go down that road because that's not what my problem was. My problem is they're pricing this thing, and I told this to her. I'm, they're pricing this thing based on condition, right? It's not just a plush. It's a plush that's brand new in the box. And because of that, they've priced it higher. In this case, in my opinion, they priced it too high. But the if they want to sell it to people who are interested in buying it, um, because of the packaging, because of the way it's presented, because of the thing that it's attached to and uh, quote-unquote sealed in, um, the, the cardboard, right? The cardboard has value here. If it didn't have the value, this thing goes for like $7. It has no value at all if it's, if it's outside. But look what you guys have done to this. If you're not watching YouTube... You have the sticker on the back, but on top of the sticker, they've also written in that red marker or red like colored pencil a slash across the the um, the price tag, and on the bottom of it, they've written nineteen ninety nine. And she goes, "Oh yeah, we do this because people, you know, take off the stickers of the higher price stuff and they they you know swap it for a cheaper one," which I understand. But my problem with this is if you're going to price something. Based on the condition, based on it being sealed in a, a cardboard box and you're giving value to the cardboard box, well, what happens when you put a sticker and write all over that cardboard box? Doesn't the value go down and aren't you killing, in most cases, the value of that? She looked at me and like cocked her head to the side and was like, oh yeah, you're right. Now, I don't know what she's going to do with this information. Um, she said she was going to pass it along, and I don't think I'm going to make any sort of change within Goodwill by doing this. I just It was just something that rubbed me the wrong way. The, the, the writing, the sticker, not so much that. You can get off most packaging most of the time pretty, pretty easily without it leaving any residue. Um, but the writing... The writing is really what gets me. And again, I get that. It marks where the sticker is. People have to put the sticker right back on in the same place. And the writing exactly what the, the price of the item is on the on the thing. But if you're going to do that, then you can't price it at the price that you're, that you're, you're charging the upcharge for. I don't know. If Sasha was here, I, I would ask him if I'm being too nitpicky or if I'm caring about stuff that I shouldn't care about because I really wasn't going to buy it anyways. I don't know. I'm just in my in my head. I'm like, well, going forward, if there is an item that I want to buy, I don't want, and the price is good. I don't want to have to worry about the price being written on there. Um, I don't know. Give me your guys' thoughts on this. The it, it's is goodwill. I don't want to say out of line by writing because that's just their policy. But does this deter you from picking up stuff? Can you get this red stuff off? How easily does it clean? I don't know. Give me your thoughts on that. All right, last one. This was a cool one. This was probably. One is, I would say this is like my favorite 
find of the week. I'll say that. Um, I didn't buy this. Uh, my question to you guys is, should I have bought this thing? I was at the uh, the thrift store that I volunteer at to test their video games. And after I go through and, and pick up any of the video game stuff and electronic stuff that they need me to get um, to bring home and test, I also walk through the store and uh, check out what they have. As I'm walking through, I, I don't see much. I don't see much. I don't see much. And then I lay my eyes on this. And this is literally the coolest thing I think that they've ever gotten in the store. At least to me it is. They've got a original, like, brown and white with the with the backing on it, McDonald's high chair. And they had a $50 sticker on it. Now, this is the high chair that I remember having. I don't know if I ever sat in one of these, but I remember going to McDonald's as a kid and looking at the stack of high chairs, and this is what it would be. On the back of the high chair is the picture of Ronald Grimace and the fry guy inside the hot air balloon. Um... This screams nostalgia to me. So much so, there are sold listings on eBay. for One for the, the high chair itself. But there are sold listings just for the pad on the back that show the picture of Ronald Grimace the Fry Guy in the, in the hot air balloon. Somebody has ripped that off and then sold just that. And I think that sold for about $50. And that makes sense to me because it's a lot easier and probably a lot, maybe a little more respectable to display that thing, the little piece, on a wall or framed or however you want to do it um, in, a, in a man room or a man cave or whatever you're doing versus putting a high chair in the corner. That said, I love this high chair. Now, they again, they're asking $50 on this thing. And like I said, I did not pick it up. Um, I don't know. I wasn't there today. I don't know if it's still there. That's interesting. Um, let me show you some sold listings. So sold listing with the same chair, the same back, but a different tray. So the tray that they have here has a printed graphic on it with Ronald uh, Mayor McCheese and, oh, boy, um, Ronald Mayer, but she's in some, something else. It has a printed picture versus the one that I saw. It's the same model, like the, what do they call it, the tray? Uh, but there's no there's nothing printed on it. It's just blank. So that has to affect the value. But the one that has the printing on it sold for $300. Plus, I looked into it, plus another $107 shipping. Now, I don't know how you would ship this thing. I'm not good at shipping large items. Sasha's very good at that. Um, this would be, to me, this would be like a Facebook marketplace kind of thing. But if I was going to sell it and not hold on to it, I don't even know if I could let go of this thing if I bought it. I I don't know. If they lower the price on this thing, I may throw this thing in my garage. At $50, it's tough for me to pull the trigger. There are sold listings proving its value. There are McDonald's collectors out there. Um, I will say if you are out and about and you do come across, they have old school looking like McDonald's chairs. Like McDonald's used to be so like kid friendly. The all the inside used to be like very character oriented. This picture that I pulled up here is a chair that you would sit in. It would like spin, but the back of the chair is like the cheeseburgers with eyes all stacked on top of each other. Um, the chair alone, this thing sold at bid for one thousand three hundred sixty dollars. There is a Grimace one. There is a Fry Guy one. There, I think there's a Birdie one. There's all sorts of these chairs, and they all sell for over $1,000. If you see these chairs, not the high chairs, but these, these actual like sitting chairs that you would you, you could picture them spinning or whatever, um, 
those things are absolutely lo- uh, worth looking up. Not to say the high chair isn't. The high chair is just massive. The, these chairs are a lot smaller. It's only, there's no legs to them. It's only like the bottom part that you sit on and then the backrest. And the backrest is the part that is decorated like the um, like the character. It faces away from your back. So like the back, the part touching your back is flat and the, the other side of it has the character on it. Um, these things are worth money. I just stumbled across these when I saw the, when I was looking up the high chair stuff. But the, I was I was shocked at the the price of the these chairs. I don't know, guys. Do I need to go back and pick up this high chair? I don't think my wife will be thrilled. I do I do have you know I have half my garage back now that that uh, the monster uh, the Macho Man monster truck hat is gone. I've got more than enough room. But do I want to take up some of that room with that high chair? Let me know your thoughts on this thing. I th- I think it's cool. I literally think this is the coolest thing that they've ever got. Um. All right. That's all I've got for my time, so let's get to some G-S-T. Guys, we're doing great on time. I think we're going to make it to 45 minutes, no problem. Oh, G-S-T. It is garage sale talk time. Uh, What that means is I get to talk about what I found this week while out at garage sales, thrift stores, big box stores, and any other sources. This is also an opportunity for you. The listeners, to learn about new categories of items to be on the lookout for. Not really this week. This is just going to be me talking about video games mainly. Um, I guess I got some toys in there too, but it's it's the same thing you always get from me. Um, it can also expand your knowledge or of existing categories and products. I Yeah, see? Reading. Reading, reading. That's the only way I could have gotten through this, guys. If I'm not reading to this, we don't have an episode this week. All right, let's get to it. Uh, I, like I said, I've got some fun stuff planned here. This This should be interesting. Um, number one, I thought this was going to be the only stuff I talked about this week. Um, I had a trade with Hatch Tar uh, earlier this week, and I was only going to talk about this trade until t- uh, until today happened when I had two decent video game pickups that I'm going to talk about in a second. Uh, the trade I'm going to go over real quick uh, here is everything I got. I traded him. I gave him about $110 worth of modern toys. And by modern toys, I just mean stuff that I found at Target and Walmart and whatever um, that were on his want list of stuff that he wanted. And But he doesn't like spending money on it. He would rather I spend the money. And then instead of repaying me, he just pays me back and then some in uh, older toys. Toys that he has in his collection but really has no no attachment to and just wants to get rid of. Um so he's constantly sending me pictures. Hey, interested in this, interested in this. And then I will tell him yes or no. You know, put put this in my pile. Keep this aside for me. Or, you know, it's just not interested. Um, so, again, I had to pay in cash about $110 essentially for all of this stuff. But I got my money's worth. Absolutely. And then some. Um, here's the first set of things. The I love bootleg figures. The This is a Heroes of the World fighter. This is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle um bootleg figure that has it has the card back it has both of its weapons and then the turtle doesn't look like a turtle looks like michelangelo but he's got a bandana all the way from like his nose all the way over the back of his head to the back of his head um the these things really don't go for a lot they go for about in this condition i could probably get 25 dollars plus shipping on it um you can get them with the bubble still attached and the they'll go for like 30 dollars plus shipping that's not really going to make a difference here bootleg stuff the back of this card back Normally, they'll have, like, every figure that's in the line. They'll have, like, maybe the accessories. They'll have a little, like, bio of the character. With the bootlegs, it's not. The The actual the card back here is the most interesting part because they put so much effort into the front. I should have taken a picture, but I didn't. The back is just brown. It just looks like cardboard. It is cardboard. They didn't put any printing on the back. Um, this was just, like, an old 
dollar store item. I want to say in like Germany or Portugal. I'm not, I can't confirm that, um, but it's something like that. Uh, still, I'm a big turtle fan, and I, I, I'm a big bootleg fan, so I like this. Half of this stuff I'm going to hang on to, half of this stuff I'm going to sell, and this guy is one of those things I'm not certain what I'm doing with yet. Um, next is something I'm definitely going to sell because I don't really have any interest in it. It's cool, but it's the uh, the Christmas Vacation Chainsaw Clark NECA figure. I think this is NECA. I didn't actually. Yeah, it is NECA. Um, this thing's sealed in the package. It goes for about $40. And usually when Hatch is sending me pictures of stuff, if it ha- I'll look everything up. And if it has value, I will absolutely, you know, say throw it in my pile. It'll help us, you know, even things out when we need to. Um, and uh, that's what this is. It's, you know, 40 bucks. That's an easy, it's an easy list. It's easy pictures. And then it's, uh, it's an easy, like, description. It's easy. It's easy to price. It's a piece of cake. I love stuff like this. Even if I'm not interested in it, it's still going to be real easy to list. Um, here's some loose figures that are worth a decent amount. Uh, the first is this Ninja Turtle Sloth Monster. This is from one of the Ninja Turtle movies from like 2012, possibly 2002. I'm not really sure. Um, but he, he usually goes, this is a the only sold listing for a loose figure with a, like not in the packaging. Uh, sold for $22, but with best offer. The figure usually goes for about $18 to $20, so that's probably about right. The two big figures are this Orko with his book and his wand from the Masters of the Universe Classics line. This was a line in the early 2000s that like redid the He-Man figures um, in like a very detailed and articulated way. It was a line that went like 12 years. It was a, it's a great, great line. Um, and a lot of those figures can be worth some money, including this Orko who's complete. He goes for about uh, $60 free shipping. And then I have the Duloc Scout from the Ewoks Star Wars line. Um, he's just one of the rare green guys. I've picked these up before. Um, he's worth about $70 even without his tail as he stands there right there. Um, the He's a good figure. Any of the green like looking Ewok guys, if you're not watching the YouTube, check out. Definitely get on the YouTube, guys. If you're, if you're just listening to this, get on the YouTube because I'm about to go over the, the video game hall and that's going to be YouTube-centric. Um, the but even while you're there you can see what i mean by this green ewok guy it's like a thinner taller ewok but he definitely looks ewok-ish in the bottom left i need to reach back out to hatchtar i know that these are worth money but i could not figure out what they're called it's a little dracula and a little mummy um i'm just not certain what they're called they're little figures but they they anything universal monsters anything monsters is usually worth some money some stuff that i just threw in um was because what happens is he has the stuff that I have pulled and told him I'm interested in, but then he also has stuff that he's just like, well, here's a bin of stuff. If you want some extra stuff, tell me what you want, and we'll just go from there. So I was digging around, then I pulled out these extra figures. I don't even know what a lot of these go to. Um, half of these are like bootleg GI Joes. The upper left looks like a bootleg Power Ranger. Um, I have to look these up. I don't have a value on these things. They just look like they are interesting. And based on the value that I'm already getting on the literally the Orco and the Star Wars figure, that's already putting me at uh, profit. Then you have the uh, the Clark figure. That's another forty dollars. So the um, these bootlegs that I'm talking about here, they they're kind of just gravy, guys. I'm taking a shot on. So. Um, We'll see. I, I I just didn't have time to. I was doing so much stuff with the trying to get this video game stuff ready. I didn't have time to Google lens any of these guys and figure out who they are. Um, these are cool little like mini figures, but they're all like monsters, and they're all from different lines. Uh, one line is this blue guy in the second row. He's uh, the. I was familiar with a line called Monster in my pocket. This is like the sequel called Aliens in my pocket. I didn't even know that was the thing. But that's the blue figure alone goes for like 12 bucks. Nothing amazing, but still something. 
Um, the guy in the upper left is one of those things you put on your finger, and then he like waves his arms and his nose around. I think that's pretty cool. It's, I, I like little monster figures, and they can be worth something, um, bootleg or not. There's like a little mad ball guy in the middle. These will be fun to look up, and then they'll be fun to like figure out which ones I want to keep and which ones I don't want to keep. Um, and then the last part of this was just the miniature G.I. Joe figures. This little Sergeant Slaughter goes for like 15 bucks, and then the other like little G.I. Joes. I think for the lot, I might be able to get 20 bucks for them. Um, so yeah, the this trade, I mean, I doubled my money. I double, I at least doubled up on the 110, if not a little bit more. I didn't talk about the Ultimate Warrior shirt. It's not a pretty, it's not a very valuable shirt. I just thought it looked cool and had him throw it in. Um, yeah, did okay there. Um, then we get to the two video game hauls from today. Uh, the first one I can just show you a picture of. Um, this was before I do that. The I mean, I'll get into a real brief story. I went to a garage sale on my way to dropping on the way back from dropping my son off because again uh, my wife is out of town i'm going to new york tomorrow so my mom has to watch our eight-year-old um so i dropped him off on the way we garage sailed and i'm gonna get into that pickup in a second i literally wouldn't have the next pickup without my son um but this pickup was the way back and probably still wouldn't have this pickup if it wasn't for him um, on the way back, I stopped at a couple sales, and this was the only one I found stuff. I asked the lady my questions, uh, asked her about toys, no, asked her about video games. She said, yeah, um, the, my son has some stuff. And this ended up being just her son going in and out of the house, pulling out more and more stuff. She was a very interesting lady to talk to while we were waiting on her son. She is a dumpster diver, and I thought it was cool that she was uh, willing to talk to me about being a dumpster diver. Um, the, yeah, it was just, it was just we went into detail about it and uh, it was very, very enlightening. And uh, I just thought it was cool that she was like proud of what she does. Um, meanwhile, her son is just continuing to bring more and more figures out, 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 uh, not figures, uh, video games. And uh, here is everything I got. So there's a PS2 system and then six, 12, 13, 14, 14 games. Um, I asked her how much she wanted for everything. And uh, she told me, I, I actually, I offered $40. And uh, she said, how about 50? I said, okay, great. The There's nothing like real big in here. Um, the, the, like I said, the PS2 system goes for about 70, which is great. Um, I've got the Dragon Quest, the PS2 games. I've got Dragon Quest 8, which is a $30 game. I've got Time Splitters 2, which is a $25 game. And the other uh, PS2 and Xbox games are like $10, $15. There's like a $5 game in there. Um, and then the DS games were where a lot of the money was, surprisingly. Um, I just, I didn't even look any of these up. I just was guessing. And while I did that, I ended up doing okay. Um, we have the, let's see. Oh, I also, the PS2 game that I have here is Need for Speed Underground 2 for 25. Um, Yoshi's Touch and Go, I think that's what it's called, is worth $30 in the case, which I have. And he had another copy of it outside the case. So just a loose copy. And that goes for about 15 to 18. Um, we have Viva Pinata. I just took a shot on. I've never seen this game before on DS. I know on Xbox it's not a very valuable game, but that doesn't necessarily mean it translates to the the same value on the other systems, the DS here. And uh, it, it didn't. Uh, on the DS, Viva Pinata is worth about $30. Fantastic. Uh, Spyro, I think this is the Legacy Collection, is worth about $22, $25. And then the big one was Sonic Chronicles uh, Complete goes for about 45.50. So huge huge pickup, not huge. Okay, big decent pickup, a lot of like 20, 30, 40 dollar games with the system. Uh for $50 this was a no-brainer. Um last pickup. 
like I said, this is because of my son. And like I said, I haven't looked at this. So what happened was my, uh, my son was interested in um, these Ninja Turtle plush dolls that were at Target. And they're not out at all Target, so we have to jump around from Target to Target to Target and try to look for them. And today we had our plan was to wake up and drive to my mom's house to drop them off. But on the way, we were going to try to hit Target. We went to one Target that was on our, our route. They didn't have anything, but he looked it up in the system and said, ah, if you go to the town, or if you go to the Target three towns over, it looks like they might have some in their inventory. Well, okay, let's do that. So me and my son drove over there, way out of the way of getting to my mom's house, and um, we he was able, he found all six of them. We literally spent $120 on Ninja Turtle Plus today. Um, the... He was thrilled, right? He was he was running through the store when he spotted them from like thirty yards away, or the thirty uh, yeah thirty yards away. He was sprinting when he saw them. Uh, it was great as a dad. It was it was fantastic, um, but that put us way out of the way as far as getting to my mom's house, and that put us in the direction of garage sales that we wouldn't have normally come across. So just like last week when I got the um, what did I get last week because of him. The carded Ninja Turtles, right? The All those carded figures were only because he was in the car. And uh, so because he was with me, I had a huge pickup. Again, it happens this week. Because he's with me and I go out of my way to get to this target, um, now I have another huge pickup. So I go up to this garage sale, and he stays in the car. And uh, I start talking to, it's a an older couple with a younger couple. And I have to assume that the older couple is just the parents of one of the either guy or the girl. Um and I started talking to the guy. I asked him about action figures. He said he has a duffel bag at his mom's house full of action figures. And he, um, but he, he thinks he wants to hang on to them and give them to a family member. I said, great, that's no problem. Um, do you have any video games? And then the, the two younger people, the guy and the girl, look at each other and they go, you mean like NES? I go, absolutely. I collect everything. NES, Super Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, 64. I just give them my list. Yeah, we, we went through a uh, box of NES stuff last night. We weren't sure if we were going to sell it, but I can grab it if you want to take a look. So he goes in the house, and, or no, she goes in the house, and she pulls it out, and uh, it's just a box. I can tell it's a box with an NES sitting on top with a bunch of games inside, um, and here it is. So the, the box was a bigger box, and normally when somebody, I was telling somebody this, normally when somebody says, oh, I've got a, you know, a fill-in-the-blank system here, Nintendo, a Sega, an Xbox, um, in the house, and it has a bunch of games. Well, by bunch of games, they probably mean like three to six, right? Um, That's usually what it ends up being. He said the same thing, so I don't have my hopes up, but then when they come out, they bring a box of the NES, and she goes, yeah, we, um, we looked through it last night. We didn't know if we wanted to sell it, but we counted up the games. There's like over 40 games in there. And I'm like, over 40 games? That's fantastic. So at that point, I realized this would be great for this podcast, the, I have this picture, right? It's the NES and a bunch of games faced up. They just, I swear to God, I did not alter any of these games. I did not flip anything. When we're talking about it, I'm actively not trying to look in the box because I know I want to be surprised and I want to be, not even surprised, I just don't want, I want to be in the dark in terms of uh, what is here. Um, so I am, I'm also trying to like cover it with my body because this box is so big and there's games like pouring out of it and there's other people at the sale. I don't want them to 
get interested in it and start asking questions. So I moved quickly. I asked them what they would like for it because they were on the fence with selling it. And they talked to each other and they decided they'd like $100. Now, $100 is a lot for games that you don't know what they are. But that said, there's li- she said there's literally 40 of them, 40 plus. Um, and I and looking at the box, I have to believe her. I, I cannot convert. There could be 20 games in her. I don't know. Um, but the... She's claiming that there's 40 games in here. At 40 games plus the system alone is going to be 50 bucks minimum, right? Um, from there, it, it that leaves us with $50 that we're trying to just get our money back in 40 games. That's a piece of cake. Most games are worth, you know, $5, $10, whatever. That's 40 games times 10 bucks all day. That's perfect. Um, so I wanted to, I think we should stop beating around the bush. I think we should. Look at this setup. Look at this setup. Is this going to work? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, so I have price charting up. I have my camera up. And then I have a second camera to show you guys what I have. So I've got the box down here by my feet. And we're going to go through this one by one and figure out exactly what is in here. I don't have much room. Uh, so I'm going to see if I can do this. I'm also going to try to calculate at the same time and see if we can't see what the value is of anything. We're going to keep track of anything over $15. Let's do that just to make it simpler. Um, I've got my price charting ready to go. And okay, so uh, this game's right on top. I actually see what this one is. Um, We've got WrestleMania for the NES. I believe this is going to be, yeah, there we go. WrestleMania on NES. And let's see, let's see if you guys can see or how clear this is. This is WrestleMania Challenge, right? I don't know what this is. It's WrestleMania Challenge versus WrestleMania. Is this thing going to go slow? We might need to skip this. That's not the one. All right. WrestleMania. I don't want to take too much time typing these in, especially if this website's going slow. There it is. Five bucks. That's nothing. Okay. The system is next. It's got cords plugged into it. Okay, so we've got the system. The system, like I said, I'm going to call this $50, right? 50 Now, the fun thing, this usually happens only with disc games. Like the, the PlayStation, I did the, the PS2 I got earlier. Um, you always need to plug in your systems when you get home, because nobody does it at the yard sale. Um, but when you get home, you plug it in, and you press the eject button after it's powered on, and you hope that something spits out from the from inside the system. That's what we. That's what I call at least a bonus game. Um, now you can't normally. You can do that with disc systems because the discs are always covered and they're inside the system. But you can't do that with Super Nintendo. You can't do that with 64. You can't do that with any like the handheld stuff because you can already see what the game is. I think the only system you can do that cartridge wise that can have a bonus game is the NES. I have not opened this. The I will say what nor it's normally one of three options. It's usually either Super Mario Brothers three. Super Mario Brothers 1, or it's just completely empty, which is absolutely an option. Um, so we're going to open this up and take a look and see what it is. What do you guys think? Bonus game or no bonus game? I'm going to peek. Ooh, it's gold. There's something in there, and it's gold. That means it's probably Zelda or Zelda 2 Link to the Past. It's... N- oh, no, maybe it is. Let's see. Oh, it's not. It's not. Let me move the system out of the way. It's a good one. We've got Micro Machines. That goes this way. It's one of the 
It's uh, it's one of the third-party games where the label's upside down. Uh, So Micro Machines, that is a good one. I want to say it's like 30 bucks. Let's see, just so you guys... I'm also putting NES at at the end of it just so you guys can see. Uh, Let's go, Micro Machines, 25. I think that was right. That might be the Aladdin version. I gotta take a look, but that might be... No, that's Cam America. So that's plus 25. We're already at 75 bucks, guys. All right, I'm reaching in the box. And we get... I I'm not looking at these now. Castlevania 2. That, I want to say... Is... That's a $15 game. Barely qualifies. We're at $90. Another game. Not looking. Mario Duck Hunt Track and Field. Mario Duck track let's see if that pops up man why is this going so slow five dollar game that's nothing if i try another tab let's try that got another one this is akari warriors 2 all right now we're moving fast akari warriors 2 10 bucks we're not even going to count that one i'm going to run out of room here real quick Another one. Tetris. Yeah, that's a DK Oldie special. I think that's five bucks. That is that's eh, ten bucks, but not gonna count it. Reaching. There's the gold one. There we go. That's uh Link to the Past or not Link to, Link to the Past to Super Nintendo. Um that is the Adventures of Link. Twenty-three, that's up there. One thirteen, guys. Grabbing another one. Man, we're gonna be here. Top gun, that's junk. I do always like to check either way because I will constantly um, not be up to date on values. Yeah, it's an $8 game. And next one. Turtles. Great game, but I don't think it's worth much. Teenage. NES. You guys can actually see how I'm searching now. I'm not, you don't need to put the whole name in. Just put the, like, the title, the word in the title that makes it uh, unique, right? So that's a $10 game. We're not going to count that. Next we've got, I can't tell, Back to the Future. The first one. Back, Future, NES. And that's 11 bucks. We're going to try another one. I can't tell if I'm doing it forwards or back. Another Top Gun. Jeez. Great, great. We know that one's junk. Let's do another one. Come on. We need to add some money in here. here let's go this way. Oh, there's a good one. Okay, there's a good one. Mike Tyson's punch out. That's what I'm talking about. Get us over that. Like, I, we're already at 113. We've already made our money back. Mike Tyson, NES. And that's going to be 38. All right. So we're at over 150 now. Here's another one. Mario 3. That's another DK Oldie special. It's probably about 15, 20 bucks. Mario 3, NES. 20 bucks, 19. Alright, I'm reaching. It's going to be difficult to know when I'm at the bottom of this thing. Next game, Double Dribble, I think is junk. Double Dribble, five bucks, nothing. Our next is regular Castlevania. That I think is a good one, maybe 20 bucks. 27, there we go. Almost at 200, guys. I've got a zapper. I'm not going to count. I don't count controllers. Same reason I don't count cords. Uh, 
Let's see. Everything is face down. This is fantastic. I did see another gold one, which is probably Zelda. This one, I looked at it. Gyromite. They colored on this. I hope a lot of them aren't colored like this. That would be, this is like paint pen. That would be a pain to get off. Um, Gyromite. I will look later to see if that has the, um, there is like, I'm not going to get into it now, but some of them have a special board inside that make them more valuable. This stack behind me on that chair is going to get very uh, uh, dangerous when it gets higher. I love this game. It's not worth anything, but it's Roger Rabbit. Didn't spell it right. NES, 10 bucks. Grab another one. Is this? I don't know if this is good footage or not. I'm hoping you guys are enjoying Another Mario 3. I'll take that all day. What did we say that was? Mario 3 NES, uh, 19. All right, we're over two hundred dollars. We're at two sixteen. Rad Racer, that one's junk. Back it up. There we go. Rad Racer, six bucks. Great. A lot of you can see this, guys. When you get NES games, it's a lot, a lot of junk. Excite Bike. Excite Bike's fine. Like maybe fifteen bucks on a good day. We're at ten bucks. I know I'm not bringing up that full screen all the time, guys. Mario 2, that's another DK Oldies special. DK Oldies, for whatever reason, will give like 25 bucks for Super Mario 2. Am I going to need more information? No, it's here. Yeah, 23. All right. What else we got? I don't want to look in the box, Mario 1, with that red stuff on it again. Don't like that. Um, Super Mario NES. That is... It's this one, right? There's, there's also, there's Super Mario Brothers, and then there's Super Mario, there's just Mario Brothers, no Super. And that one actually has value to it. That's like a $30 game last I checked. Gee, another back-to-back. What are the odds of that? Okay, we know that one's junk. Well, it's, I shouldn't say junk. It's 13. It's close to our threshold. This is smaller. This is an N64. Are there N64 games in here? It's not a great one. It's Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings 64. 18. I'll take it. We'll add it to the list. Okay. Over 250 now. Gotta reach deeper. Let's see. Bad dudes. Oh, this stuff's gonna start falling over. Bad dudes. Cheap game. Six bucks. Let's see. Trying to face it the right way. Not the same Top Gun. That's second mission. That's the, the sequel to Top Gun. I think. I mean, I don't think it's worth anything. Uh, Top Gun, second mission, $5. Great. A lot, you can see a lot of the stuff is going to um, disc replay. Commando is also going to go to disc replay. Commando. Come on. Commando is NES, five, four bucks. Great. I mean, I've already made 150 bucks on this, right? So I'm not complaining. Here's that other yellow. Oh, man, it's got the red on it. All right. I'm not going to count the value for this because I don't know if I can get that paint off. Um, let's see. Zelda. What are we calling it? It's probably just this one. So it's 30 bucks, but it has the red. So I'll probably get 15 or 20 for it. Next one, Jaws. More red stuff. Why would they do... Why do they do that? I'll look it up, but I'm not happy about it. It's not a, It's not an expensive game anyways. 
Is this... Is this a Sega game? Ooh, what is that? Quackshot? That's a good one. Okay, so Quackshot. Quackshot. I thought that was much better. Alright, I'll take 17. We're adding it to our, to our total, but I definitely thought that was more valuable. Alright, next. Maybe we're running low here, guys. Uh, this is a... So it's another uh, like third-party unlicensed game. It's Quattro Sports. It's in, like it has a hole in the back. I don't know if you can see that. With a switch on it. Um, yeah, very the the history on. Four quart. Am I spelling that right? No, not. Let's see. Is that right? No, it's two T's. Sorry, guys. Let's see. Sports, six bucks. Fantastic. Is that it? No, we're not, I don't even think we're close, guys. Next we've got... Platoon. Platoon is going to be... Six, oh, dude, so many $6 games in here. Next we have... Pro Wrestling. I like this game. Pro Wrestling. Probably need more information. Oh, no, I don't. Seven bucks. Man, hurts, 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 hurts. Hey, there's that Mario game I was talking. Okay, this, so this is Mario. I'm just gonna put Mario NES, and then I will show you guys the difference. So it's just called Mario Brothers, right? Mario Brothers uh, Arcade Classics. That one's thirty dollars. We're over three hundred dollars now. That's a good one. This is absolutely one to look out for. This is it's styled after the the original like arcade game for Mario Brothers. I don't think she was lying when she said about the, the, 40, uh, the 40 games. This is the original Duck Hunt with our patented red arrow on it. Uh, Duck Hunt I don't think is going to be worth much. Duck Hunt is $6. I'm, now, that's to say if, if I... There was a coin in there. If I do want to go the route of um, lotting some of these up to get to like $20 to list, I can, I can absolutely do that. Man, this, I think this is another good one. This is Ghouls and Ghosts. I think that's what it's called. I'll look at it in a second. Let's, this is Ghosts and Goblins. It's the other one, yeah. Ghosts, Goblins. This is $15 game with our red stuff on it. I'm not even going to count it. All right, let's see. Can I figure out? All right, there's, there's still a handful in here. Here's a Mario Duck Hunt. This is just a combination cart. Mario Duck, NES. $7. Then we've got Fester's Quest. That's nothing, right? That's five. Dude, the amount of $5 games. Tons and tons of $5 games. Whoa! This is not a $5 game. This is... Where can I put this? Can I put it... Will you stand up without falling over? Guys, this is Squoon. Squoon is a big... I'm sure you haven't heard of Squoon. Squoon, I, I think it's a submarine game, but it is a semi-rare game, and I believe it's going to be worth like $80. I was wrong. Squoon is worth about $175. Wow, $175. One, I'm going to put $74. That brings us close to $500. Guys, Wow. Last week, I got DuckTales 2. 
This week I get Squoon. That's I'm in shock. I am. We had five. I swear to God, I did. I didn't tamper with this. I didn't load this. This is not Squoon from my collection. I. We had so many five dollar games. This is amazing. I'm I'm in shock here. The I. Wow. No red stuff either. That's okay. That's that's good, right? And it's in good shape. Label looks good. That's great. Uh, and obviously, I'm very happy about that. Let me see if I can find out how many games we have left. We have one. Oh, here's a stack. Oh my goodness. Okay, there's still there's still a decent amount. Here's another one. Bayou Billy. Bayou. Where are we at? There we go. Bayou Billy. What do we got, Bayou Billy? Five bucks. Nothing. That doesn't matter at this point. We got Spoon. There's controllers in here. Let's get all the controllers out of here. All right. We've got another Mario 2. That's great. I think we said that was... Was that $23? Yeah, 23 We're over 500 501 Almost dropped it. Kung Fu is nothing with the red special. Kung Fu is $8. And let me see. Is that it? Where is that coin? I'm looking in the box now. Uh, here's the coin. There is one more game. Okay, I've looked at it. It's Hunt for Red October, which I don't think is worth much. And even if it is, it is the label's kind of trash. I don't know if you can see that. I'll look it up, and then I'll look at this coin. Huh, red. Well, it's just a red hunt. NES, nine bucks. Okay, um, and then this coin is, it's big. Here, can I put it here? Does that work? It's not money. It is Enchanted Castle. It's a coin, like from uh, from the arcade. I'm going to hang on to that. All right. Works for me. Guys, where did Spoon go? Give me that Spoon back. What a what a pickup, guys! A hundred bucks. This game almost doubles my money, which I had no idea. I'm telling you guys, the I've been so out of the video game game that I don't know as far as collecting goes. That uh, it's it's I'm I'm shocked. Um, yeah, okay. I I like I said, I don't know if that was good content or not, but I'm very I'm I love the way it went. Obviously, we ended up not including any game that was worth under fifteen dollars, which you guys saw was. I mean, at least half of them, if not way more. Um, we ended up just over $500 on a $100 investment. And the I mean, almost half of that is just from this game, Squoon, by itself. Very, very happy with the, with the way that that went. That was great. Okay, let's get back to it. All right, that's all I got for GST. Let's get into the flip or bump of the week. Each week, we go into detail about our favorite sale or mistake that resulted in us learning a little bit. And this week, I'm going to go with a flip. We talked about it a little bit. Um, those Ninja Turtle figures that I picked up last week. Uh, those figures were, they ranged in value anywhere from like the um, uh, $35 Aprils to all the way up to like 120 130 100 whatever um, for all the sealed figures. And then I had one open figure was that Krang. But he had the special coin with him. Uh, that one, even though he, he was attached, like if this is the card back, he was attached to the card back on the top, but you could open him like a hinge. The bottom part was not attached. So I made sure when I listed that 
to include that in my listing and uh, took pictures of it like here and then opened and then in the, the actual description I wrote that out uh, and I didn't know what to list it at because there were no other obviously the, that condition is pretty specific there weren't any ones that were open um, but still had all the card back the figure is essentially like brand new because it's never been touched but the carding doesn't make it like mint because the the carding's obviously ripped so what do you value that on the on eBay? There are there's active and sold listings for loose complete figures, and there's listings for them sealed. But where do you land? Um, I landed here at one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine, and this thing sold within like the first two days. It wasn't immediate, but it was very fast. Um, but I was concerned, right? The picture, the first picture, makes it look like well, it's just a sealed Krang. Though the real money thing here, you can't see it really on this picture, um, but it has that coin with it that we talked about last week. The coin release of this figure is really what makes it uh, pretty valuable, and uh, just the the loose figure finding it in mint condition with the coin and blah 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 um, probably goes for about a hundred dollars. So this has some packaging with it, some beat up packaging, but packaging adds some value, beat up or not. Um, so when he purchased it. I messaged the guy immediately and said, hey, just want to make sure you're aware that the bottom of this packaging is open, right? And he immediately got back to me and said, yep, um, the I saw it's open. I'm going to open this thing anyways, but I just wanted it because this way I know no one has touched it. So I said, great. I shipped it right off to him and I immediately got, you can see it here, the positive feedback from this guy. This was a fantastic sale. We were immediately done with this one. Last segment of the show, each week Sasha and I pick up something from each other's stores and ask questions about it. We call this Well, Well, Well. Sasha's not here tonight, but I still have questions. I was looking at his store. Look at this, guys. What is he doing? A lot of 16 stand-up comedy writing books for $70 plus shipping, which I like a lot. Is he getting out of stand-up? Are we done? It's either he's done with stand-up or he knows everything about stand-up and needs no further knowledge. I, I, definitely, I wish he was on the podcast today. I would definitely ask him about that. Sasha, let me know. Shoot me a text. Let me know what you're doing. All right, guys. That's it for the show. If you want to go hold of us, you can email us at flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at flipsandbumps. Please, please, please make sure you're listening to this podcast every single Monday. We drop new episodes at flipsandbumps.com and wherever you get your podcast from, which includes YouTube. So subscribe and turn on those notifications. I'm going to say the whole word. Again, my name is Peewee. You can find my eBay store at ebayspeewee.com. eBay's, wait, peeweesebaystore.com. I messed up the only plug that I have in the whole episode. Peeweesebaystore.com. Uh, guys, have a great Memorial Day weekend. We'll see you next week. Flip that turkey.